Hello and welcome to the Eastman's Predator Pros Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Nimnick. Great to have you back on for another episode. Should be a good one. Got my good buddy, Rick Paulette. I've been trying to track him down for probably the last two months to get him on a podcast. He's been crazy busy. Our schedules haven't quite lined up, but we made it happen. So here we are. Should be a fun one. Um, we're both just, you know, just itching to get out there and kill coyotes now. It's that close, you know. Maybe if you're a seasonal coyote hunter, I'm sure you're feeling the same way, man. October 1st rolls around and everybody is just gung-ho to get out there and, and start killing coyotes. I love this time of year. I love the anticipation. Um, you know, been working my butt off all summer, uh, kind of busy with baseball and my lawn care stuff. But now this is the time where, you know, my gears really start changing and, uh, you know, just can't wait to get out there now. So should be a fun one. Uh, about 10 days from now, I'll be on my first hunt. Right off the gate, it's going to be a filming trip. Um, so it'll be episodes that you'll be able to watch in November on the last stand. So I'm not going to lie. I haven't been out. I haven't shot my rifle since the first part of March. Um, haven't even messed with any of my stuff. I, I still haven't had a chance to, uh, so it'll be, it'll be a busy next week. I need to get out to the range, do a little shooting, make sure the gun's dialed in. I need to break out all the, the lucky duck calls, get everything charged up, organize my stuff. Um, but, uh, Hey, you gotta love it, right? That's what we look forward to the anticipation. Um, so, you know, I'm ready. I hope you are too. But before we get going in, uh, into the conversation with, with old Ricky, I need to thank the sponsors of this episode, which are Silencer Central and Cryptech. Now I've talked about Silencer Central a little bit before. I haven't got my suppressor yet. Um, but I did have the chance to start going through the process, um, that they make so simple. Um, everything so far has been done online. I was actually able to take my own passport photo with my, with my phone, upload that to the site. Um, I created my own pins um, for the the ATF e-forms. Um, they're actually mailing me the fingerprint kit. So I'm going to do that all on my own and send that back. Um, they just make it so easy. I just I wish 10 years ago when I was buying suppressors and, and some of the first suppressors, well, even more than that, 15 years ago when I bought my first suppressor, I wish it was this easy. Um, so I'm excited. I'm actually, I talked about maybe going with a Banish backcountry um super lightweight suppressor but after talking to the the good dudes over there um they actually talked me into a banished gold which um is a little bit bigger bulkier suppressor but i shoot a big heavy rifle the way it is um so a little bit of extra weight wasn't gonna make a big difference so i'm excited to get that put it on i'll, I'll be sure when i get it to to, to let everybody know uh, what i think of it but so far so good this the the process is super smooth so if you are in the market for getting a suppressor uh, head over to silencercentral.com and you could see you know just how easy it is to get your hands on a suppressor nowadays through them now with cryptech uh, i was actually scrolling through instagram the other day and i saw a post that cryptech shared on their page and it showed a new pattern that i was not aware of and it is called flyway it's actually their waterfowl pattern and now I was super intrigued by this because it is a lot lighter than even their Highlander pattern, a lot more yellows um, and some tans in it, which really caught my attention because as a coyote hunter, you know, we're sitting in grass. A lot of times it's not always thick, gnarly sagebrush and trees and bushes and things like that that are darker. Uh, at least it, where I hunt probably 75% of my time, it's short grass pasture, uh, a lot of yellows and tans. So I actually ordered me up uh, a Tataros hoodie um, and a uh, like, I believe it's a Lycos 2, kind of a that poofy jacket 
people kind of give me crap. I, I wear it, you know, when it's cold out, I love it. Um, you know, but, uh, order me up that. So I'm excited to get that new pattern, check it out. Um, but yeah, you can jump, they actually just revamped their website again, um, uh, to, uh, update things. So, so yeah, you can run over there to cryptech.com if you're interested in checking out that new flyway pattern, um, to see, you know, what it is. Maybe you're a duck hunter, maybe you're not, maybe you're just looking for something that's uh, a little lighter that will blend in a little bit better. Maybe in that yellow grass that us coyote hunters like to talk about from time to time. Uh, go check it out, cryptech.com. Well, Rick, it's great to have you back on the podcast, buddy. You bet. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, it seems like this time of year, man, we're we're running in circles. Not coyote hunting, unfortunately. You know, I wish that was taking up all of our time right now, but <laughs> yeah. Yep, you're right there. But the cool part about this time of year, I'm sure you're just like me, like the the wheels start turning a little bit. You start thinking about you know, hunting and especially coyotes and daydreaming about that stuff and getting pumped up and amped up and ready to go. Yeah. I took the grandkids here a couple of weeks ago. I finally, we've been doing a bunch of house stuff. We can get, talk about that a little bit later, but anyway, I start, it kind of cooled off a couple of weeks ago and I took the grandkids out and we throwed some cameras up Sunday afternoon, had a good time and, I didn't even look at any of the, you know, at none of the pictures and been busy on the house, me and Jimmy and Joe. And I finally sat down one evening and was scrolling through and holy crap, got this non-typical buck, <laughs> but he was coming in the dark. And then about the end of August, they, you know, they shed their velvet and then them big ones, they really do. They, they, they kind of quit showing up. I think they're down in the timber, just building them neck muscles. I'm not, I'm no expert, you know, but yeah, makes sense. They just, they just kind of go fully nocturnal and, but that thing, that thing's kind of interesting. He ain't real wide, but anyway, make long story short, I'm a bow guy, you know, and, I have a flintlock and I finally figured out where he was at. My family had some soybeans, double crop soybeans, and they're still green. And for some reason they love them, the leaves off the soybeans. And so I pushed one camera in there right next to these soybeans and crap. I got pictures of him before it got dark that, that same evening. So I, I needed a northwest wind, and I waited about five days, and I finally got a muzzleloader out and said, "Piss on it!" Went in there and got him killed. And <laughs> so yeah, that I had I had that itch, and I scratched it here. So is that so, a ta is that one of those Kansas has its tag where you can like it's a deer tag, and you can use it for bow, muzzleloader, rifle, or like all across the board? Yeah, or yeah, residents can can get a lot. You know, any any white tail buck you can even use it on a doe you know if you don't get one you know if it comes down to the end of the season and you just want some meat you know what i mean yeah. so yeah. yeah yep i can use it for muzzleloader i can use it for bow and then i can use it for rifle if i if i want you know that's pretty cool i like that nebraska yeah. doesn't do that you know they make you buy them separate you know yeah no i like it too because if you're unsuccessful you can always you know especially during rifle season you know you can it's not that hard to kill a pretty good buck with a rifle well it gives you all a lot longer to hunt right if you only had a bow only or something you know you're limited to that deal but now you can hunt the whole dang fall if you wanted to 
Yeah, and I do. You know, I've always, I don't like it as well as predator hunting, obviously, but any kind of hunting, you know, I kind of, I kind of like, but deer, you know, when the coyotes come rolling in, we ain't looking for some giant headed <laughs> 12 year old man. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. it's not, not the same. We're, especially with the cameras nowadays, you know, and the cell cams and it's almost, it's, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. And then you can find a buck that trips your trigger and then you can hunt a specific, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just going, sitting in a stand, you know, something shows up. Yeah. You can kind of move the cameras around and it makes it more of a challenge. I like the challenge part of any kind of hunting for some reason. I don't know. So you, you shot know. this thing with a flintlock muzzleloader? No, I got this old flintlock, and that's what Jimmy and Dad and Joe were out here, and I was, I, I, they'd all saw him, and then Jimmy's like, "Go get him killed. That's non-typical. I'd shoot that thing." I'm like, "Yeah, but he ain't very wide." You know, I tried to talk myself out of it, <laughs> and he is a good deer, you know. Yeah. But I, I'm like, well you can't hardly get one with a bow and you know until rut especially a big one and this the beans had like 25 does so they're all over the place so you're going to get busted as soon as you go climbing a tree stand you follow what i'm saying you know be like when a bunch of coyotes come you know when they get down one gets down wind they're all going to leave right you know same same it's always the same it's the wind you know if you could control mother nature we'd probably kill every animal on the planet probably but uh i don't even know what i what was i talking oh flintlock flintlock yeah yeah so i felt guilty about shooting it with a gun because i like to a big deer i like to honor you know you know what i I don't know if that makes any sense or not makes a lot of sense yeah I don't know. I don't know why, but I don't know if it's because I'm the reason why we all like shooting coyotes, right? Because it's a little bit more of a challenge than shooting a big damn dumb deer standing there with a high powered (laughs) rifle, right? I ain't going to go that far. No, (laughs) I'm, I'm lucky that the family's got so much land, you know, people, I get to look at all these different deer, you know, and pick, pick one out that I want to go after. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted I knew if I tried with a bow that it just wasn't going to work because there was too many does and honestly working on the house and all the crap I got going on, I didn't have the time to go try to do it with a bow. So I thought, okay, I told the guys, I said, we get, we're going to go to lunch and then we're going to quit early and we're going to get my old flint lock out. So we got that thing out and I found some old flint and then it wasn't sparking and then it, hung fire i don't know if you've ever been around a flint i've shot (laughs) coyotes before i got a video (laughs) where i shoot a coyote with it so anyway (laughs) it goes you know what i mean it has to burn that powder in the pan and that lights the actual charge up in the when you get out of here yeah you get out of here this winter we'll look at it shoot it maybe anyway It's hard to come by flint, you know what I mean? And I don't know how to nap it to turn it into what it looks. You follow what I'm saying? So I yep. got a whole bag of this old 
flint that i had in the 80s and 90s when i i was kind of into muzzleloader stuff my dad did all these jamborees and he looked like daniel boone you know all the clothes <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and he, he'd go go to these shoots you'd ha- you have to make something of your own you know whether it's a knife or a table whatever handmade you have to take something and then you have this big shoot with everybody and whoever wins gets to pick what he wants first. You know what I'm saying? Off this table with knives and whatever everybody made. Yeah. So he's like, you gonna, you want to come try that once? Cause I, he got me a flintlock when I was in high school that this, this, I was always fascinated with that, how that rock hits that iron and then the sparks drizzle. I just, so so it's like he, way delayed right like it's like you squeeze the trigger and it's like you're waiting yeah, right yeah and i think that's what made me pretty handy with the steel you know growing up was you got to hold that thing still and not blink and <laughs> with an explosion so, going off right in front of your eye so there'd be 50 guys at these shoots we'd go to and i was the only idiot there with a flintlock everybody's like what the <laughs> <laughs> But I was I I I did pretty good with it. They'd have like a, a silhouette turkey on a uh, like a roller on a cable that go across the the timber, and you'd shoot at it, you know. And then yeah, you'd throw yeah. you'd throw hatchets. It was an all day deal, and I I kind of got into that when I was younger with the old man some. So I I've had this flintlock, and I ain't shot it for fifteen years, but it just. I didn't want to, you know, you want to honor a big deer like that, or I do, but I don't want to, on the same token, gut shoot him and track him. And you (laughs) know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So we we finally got this thing where it was going off all right. And I just, I just wasn't shooting it very consistent. And then the more times I shot it, you got to clean them things. Have you ever been around a muzzleloader? A not little the, bit, a little bit, yeah, not, and you have to clean them by every the shot. New, yeah, not the new ones where you drop the two pellets in it and put a, you know, a modern day. I actually got one of them, you know. Yeah. But so anyway, I was like, well, and Dad's like, well, what about that? I have a fifty-four caliber traditions, and I think in the late nineties, I drew a muzzleloader tag in Colorado for elk. And I said, yeah, I do have that thing. So I, so it's a cap and ball, right? Okay. The, you still pour the powder down it and you still knock a round ball in it, but it's got that little round cap and the hammer hits it and it goes off. It's like, it's still a muzzleloader, but it's not, it's got open sights. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I got that. Yeah, I'll go get that. So I drug it out and. <clears throat> I don't know what the balls were. It's a 54 caliber. And I put 120 grains of powder in it the first time Is I shot it. Is that like the size of a marble? Or a little bit bigger? Oh, it's like two marbles. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 54. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know what the like thing Like a big around a nickel or so, probably? Yeah, it's huge. And it takes a lot of powder. And I loaded the thing up. And I shot it, and I thought maybe it broke my collarbone. I'm like, holy crap, I can't. It kicked, it kicked more than Doc Holliday shotgun or what? 
Yeah, it's it it break Doc Holiday in half. <laughs> yeah. So, and the other problem is, you know, it's been like 80, 90 degrees out here. So I'm in a cut off t shirt when you got a <laughs> coat on. You know, I think that helps. Yeah. Just got a pla- hard plastic butt cap on. You know what I mean? So oh, I'm yeah. like, and I kind of I was into my new shop just because it was sprinkling a little bit which is a real bad no-no for muzzleloaders, especially the old ones. So I, everybody was standing there and I, it shook my new tin building. And I'm like, everybody's like, holy <laughs> crap. But I hit where I was aiming and I poured some powder in and loaded up again. And I said, I'm going boys. <laughs> and this is the other thing I like about, I don't really do it with a bow, but you know, you got your, your tree stands and your double bull blinds, whatever, or your tire blinds. I like to figure out where, what the like the deer. I figured out where he was, and he was coming out before it got dark. I had that all figured out, and I <clears throat> found a little evergreen about eighty yards away from where this corner he was popping out, and I took my tree pruners, and I. I like like a little sniper blind, I call it. You know, I lay <laughs> yeah. I lay evergreens over my I just have my blue jeans on and my cut off t shirt and orange. So I just I, I like doing that. I don't know why. It's more like you're you know, you're on the football field and you're in the game. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I had those Ozzy from Colorado, he's I don't know if you read my post, but the wind I needed a northwest wind, and we don't hardly ever get that until it turns to fall, you know. So, what I had that day after I got done shooting and told the guys I'm going was the southeast, and I know these does, all all the does come out first, you know. That's just how it is in the evenings, you know, and the bucks kind of the last one to show. So, I knew all these does, and I'd watched – watched them already and could tell by the camera that they were going to end up downwind i mean but i was thinking on the way out there i'm like well maybe he'll show up hopefully about the time they get down. you know what i mean and i can get him killed before they smell me and ozzy had gave me this crappy called nose jammer now i hope everybody that's listening to the podcast don't think it works on coyotes because it would <laughs> so don't <laughs> right so it's called nose jammer. It's got a vanilla spray and it they still smell you, I think, but deer, you know, they they went so anyway, make a long story short, the just like I knew, all these does are out there, and about six of them kept working their way towards me, and I'm like, you and so were I'm, you misting? Were you misting with this stuff every few minutes, or did no, you just spray a no. bunch right when you got there? Yeah, when I got all settled in, I almost got there too late because there was one doe out in the beans already, and I snuck in there, and it never saw me, and I got everything kind of trimmed out. And so I just took that whole – it's a pump bottle, you know, where you pump the top of it. Yeah. I just sat there till my thumb wore out until it was in. <laughs> I just prayed the whole thing. And it had a – I'd never been around it, but it had a vanilla smell to it. I imagine spraying that whole can helped, you know. <laughs> So I think the can said twelve fifty. So I paid twelve dollars. 
nose jammer all over around. I didn't spray it on myself, but I, it wouldn't matter, I don't think. So anyway, these does go by me, keep feeding. Next thing I know, they they I I'm looking real hard back behind me, and sure enough, they they're staring right at the evergreen I'm setting in, and they're some of them kind of jog off you know how they kind of prance when they run off yeah but normally you know when i get busted deer hunting the does hey you've heard them blow you know what i mean they do that and then they start stomping their feet real hard on the ground and i know for a fact you know i know there'll be guys that say well i've had does blow and stomp their feet and run off and still kill the giant buck that evening well I think it's a personally I never really have and I think when that happens the big Louis down there he was headed headed in and he's like uh oh wait a minute now I'm gonna wait till it gets dark that's just how it works so but I I truly believe that that stuff helped me kill that buck but they 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 smelled that and me I'm sure and they 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 were on high alert and they were trying they were still trying to figure me out when I shot that buck and maybe maybe if it had went on he wouldn't have showed up for five minutes you know they would have they would have figured me out but they, it it did buy me enough time and like I said they they didn't stomp or they didn't they didn't blow either they just they knew something was wrong and they. I don't know if it's that vanilla smell to it. I don't know. <laughs> so the buck I, stepped out eighty about eighty yards, like you were hoping, or was a different well, spot. Well, he was no, he came out right out of the corner, and he was approximately a hundred when I shot because with them does about ready to figure me out, I went ahead and let one go. That sounded and like I, a damn paddle hitting the water when that big of a slug hits that deer. Or what? No, it actually, it actually just kind of, I didn't even know I hit it, but I, I know you probably ain't never shot a, a traditional muzzleloader with that poor, you know, 3F powder pour. It, it blows so much smoke out in front of me. I didn't <laughs> know if I hit it. I know, and it actually just punches a little 54, that diameter hole in one side and out the other. You know, it's. Oh, it doesn't even mash. Doesn't mash or nothing, huh? Nah, I just I kind of went. I didn't go center mass. I put it. I try. You know, when you when you're shooting open sights at a hundred yards, the the what do you call it? The bullhorn, or you know what I mean? The V and the yep. out on and my eyes. Something's happening to my eyes now that I get in the late fifties. I'm like <laughs> squinting, trying to see that. <laughs> so I just kind of played. You're just now straight. figuring that out. Well, I ain't shot open sights for a long time. <laughs> I'm figuring that out, and I'm only 44. Yeah, no, I am i didn't have any trouble here right at the house, but I just, we put a chunk of wood out there about 40 yards is all. So, <laughs> so anyway, I, I was not sure, and that's the truth. The smoke, I did see just a tail disappearing to the tree so i marked you know made a mental note right there okay that that tree you know how you do yeah i'm trying to work with my grandkids right now you know i'm like you got to figure out how to tell somebody where you're looking at or you know and they don't even know what i'm talking about but i think it will help them when you, get it. you know you know exactly what i'm talking oh, it happens about. all the time with coyote hunting right over there <laughs> where yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, for sure. So I I had it all marked out in my head and I went over to the old man's and I think he kind of wanted to shoot. I should have let him shoot the thing, but I don't know. I get sometimes I get started thinking about myself and not anybody else. But anyway, <laughs> I I he everybody was you know knew because we were all here when I took off and I went over there and walked in there and <laughs> I said I. I think I shot him. He's like, what do you mean? You think you shot him? And I said, well, I don't know. There's <laughs> smoke blowed out of there. And he said, that gun didn't knock him on his butt. And I said, well, nope. So I called Jimmy and Joe and told them and they're like, okay, let's all, I said, I don't, let's give him about, let's give him an hour. I said, I'll come into town and I'll grab something to eat and I'll pick you guys up. We'll all come, I'll drive, you know, and we'll all pick dad up. And my cousin Bryce wanted to bring his daughter to help look. And that's for my family. That's kind of the, a lot of the fun, you know, oh, yeah. somebody. Oh yeah. And I don't know why that is either. You know, it's a pain in the butt. You're out there in the dark clomping around. But I don't know. For my family, it's all everybody wants to come help look. It's the anticipation, I, man. Everybody wants to get their hands on that sucker, wants to see what you shot. I guess. <laughs> Probably all mad at me. <laughs> anyway, so we found a little blood right there where I, you know, like that little tree that had the broken limb on it right where i last where i saw a tail flicker going into the trees and hell he wasn't even 50 yards it didn't even take us five minutes but jeez, oh, i would have took some you know some daylight would have gutted him normally and did some better you know photos and but with it being 80 it, it was still 80 some degrees saturday night at about nine ten o'clock at night so i Damn. i was I was like, man, we got to get this. Yeah. I, I never shot one that early before, honestly. <laughs> That'll deer full of maggots it. in a few days. Well, I know one thing the concrete at my dad's shop was full of ticks. I mean, you couldn't look at <laughs> Oh, God. I always wonder how big a coyote or a deer or any animal in this country. I don't think you got ticks like we do, do you? We have them. I, I don't know how many you guys have, but yeah we we do have them well i didn't you can't have them like like when i go turkey hunting i might get home and pick a dozen of them off of me yeah the times i've went or when creighton you know my boy goes he yeah same he, thing yeah maybe not that many but plenty <laughs> yeah if you're in the prairie though they're probably not out there are they more no no that's like if you're turkey hunting in the spring like down it, on the river bottom or in the you yep. know pines yep. somewhere you know something like that yeah well anyway the old man's concrete i mean like i said i never shot one this early before and another thing i noticed which is going to be kind of neat i think for the mound is they're they don't have their winter fur yet it's real short and i never you know just yeah kind of interesting that's pretty wild big bodied sucker too so i don't know you know it's funny so, you mentioned the the muzzleloader deal, you know, being kind of just more of a challenge, right? Like just, hey, yeah. let's, let's, I drew one of these Nebraska once in a lifetime bull tags about eight, nine years ago. Yeah. And 
I'd waited for a couple weeks there, there. I knew there were some big bulls in this cornfield Well, they started cutting the corn and I was out there that afternoon. They're cutting it. And I knew, okay, these bulls, these elk are going to come out here and I'm going to find this elk. Well, the, the big one I was after broke off with a couple, uh, three or four other elk and headed down into this Creek bottom. And I was like, so cocky. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be so easy. My buddy was with me and he had his muzzleloader and you could shoot it with anything, you know? And I said, mm. man, this, this elk's probably big enough. It'll be the Nebraska state record with a muzzleloader. So, so I'm like, oh yeah, let's look. So I got this and it was one of these, you know, it was one of those newer ones you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the pellets in. And yeah. Got a, yeah. Hort, got a Hornady plastic tip bullet in, inside a little plastic sleeve probably. Yep. Yep. But I'm like, oh man, this elk's like the size of a freaking horse. Like, how, I mean, how can you even miss it with the 200 yards <laughs> with his muzzleloader? Right. So I'm like, yeah. this is going to be easy. We, we snuck around, come in there. We ended up, these elk were down this little little bottom with this brush and i couldn't quite they saw us before we saw them and they kind of busted out of there and i'm like if i had my 300 wind mag this big bull was running at like a little over 200 yards yeah. had to run like across 200 yards open i would have just i'd have rolled him up running with the 300 right but here oh, yeah. i am with this damn muzzleloader in my hand with one shot right and i'm like oh yeah. i don't want to just take a shot and blow it you know and this damn thing ran and I, we watched it for over a mile and it never stopped running. <laughs> oh, man. I never saw the damn elk again, the whole rest of the season. And I was just like, damn muzzleloader, you know, there I was yeah, no. thinking we're going to make this a challenge and nope. <laughs> yeah. You, you screwed up there, didn't you? <laughs> that, that, I would have, I would have had the rifle on that seat that was me and the deer, you know, I've shot so many good ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I on that hunt you're talking about, I'd have for sure had a rifle because yeah, I don't. I should have. I don't ever get to hunt elk like that, you know. So, <laughs> how long? So, how long did you have to apply to draw that tag? I had applied for quite a few years before I finally drew it. You know, yeah, they at that time they give out a few more tags now, but at the time I think they only gave out like maybe ten or twelve tags in that whole unit, bull tags. Have you know, you ever so done, have you ever done it again? Or that pissed no, you it's off? A one. No, it's once in a lifetime, so I can't. Man, I can't even draw it again. So, well, you did screw up, didn't you? I did. I did. But it, <laughs> speaking of muzzleloaders, too, I actually did kill a coyote with a muzzleloader one time, too. Um, I had a little 45 caliber. I shot a real freaky looking antelope one time. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that antelope. His horns kind of grow right down the side of his face, but I uh -oh. rolled this, rolled this antelope running. But anyway, I, I, you know how it goes with coyote. It's like, oh, let's, let's take, try to shoot him with a few different things. Right. So, my yeah. cousin and I went out. He had his 220 Swift. I had this muzzleloader. We called in a group of six. <laughs> and I'm sitting there with a freaking muzzleloader in my hand. <laughs> but it, that was a 45 caliber. And it freaking jacked it. You want to talk about blowing some holes in coyotes, that thing. About split him in half. Huh? Oh, yeah. It was pretty bad. But good old muzzleloader, man. You want to make it a challenge? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Speaking of challenge, I think on the coon episode this year, I'm going to, I got one of them, uh, I don't know, snake charmer. It's a, it's some kind of a 45 revolver. Oh, jeez, like a Clint Eastwood gun. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm <laughs> dirty. Harry. I'm going to put the call right, right in front of my knees and I'm just going to wait till it's, and we ain't going to put tricky Ricky on it. Cause I think that. <laughs> up a little quicker than they do <laughs> i don't know man I, i've been thinking about that hunt for a lot you know filming for the last stand last year 
you know, that, that was probably one of the most fun hunts I've ever been on. And it was just an afternoon, you know, we killed raccoons a couple afternoons, but that one afternoon down below your house, yeah, <laughs> buzzing around on your ranger side by side. And just, I mean, I, that was, I don't know. I look back, that was fun. And, but we, I don't know how we're going to top it. You know, if you're listening, you haven't watched this episode, you got to go check it out because it's, it's probably the wildest damn thing you'll ever see. Rick sitting there blasting these raccoons at, probably four or five feet with this little sawed off side by side, 16 inch double barrel, 12 gauge <laughs> with hammers on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, honestly, these raccoons were so close. It was blowing the wad right through the raccoon, <laughs> I mean, but, uh, but we'd been talking about, it, but yeah, so we're going to have to try to top that, but I think, yeah, that big old dirty, hairy pistol. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I'm going to, I'll have the call, right. You know, right. Where they, you know what I mean? Oh Yeah. That or I'll strap it around my neck on a sling. That might make it more scary. <laughs> but you know, we gotta you you need to go shoot one with it first because the 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 funniest thing, or not the funny, but the I don't know, the inner most entertaining thing to me about the shotgun is like the Hollywood effect, right? Like when you were hitting those raccoons, like it, yeah, it was yeah. blowing them. It like spins them and blows them back a couple feet. Like what you see in Hollywood, right? You watch a movie and a guy gets shot and it blows him back, yep. you know, through yep. like it seriously was doing that to these raccoons. I wonder if that pistol would do the same or if it's just probably not, maybe because it doesn't have as much, you know, yeah, weight behind them. You can, you can be right beside me with doc then and back me up with that thing or something. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're going to have to try to top it, but it, uh, you know, I post, I post a few of those videos on uh, my Instagram, just a little quick reel of that, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shooting and those people love those raccoon things man those get way more views than free shooting a coyote i don't know what it is about it but i don't know <laughs> we got so many of them things i mean they just keep getting sicker and sicker and sicker yeah hopefully you know i don't know if it's good or bad hopefully you know more guys will get out after them i think the the fur prices raccoons supposedly this winter are supposed to be pretty good again like maybe eight eight to ten dollars or so maybe even up to 12 on a big raccoon on the carcass which is going to be really? paying probably more than coyote more equal to coyotes so oh huh. i didn't hadn't heard that yet yeah that that'll get some of them out there and, but there i still there's so many of them it's crazy well yeah and you're i can't believe it when we're out thermal hunting and just when you actually get to start looking and seeing how many yeah. raccoons are in that country i mean it's unreal mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty crazy <clears throat> yeah i mean what would we kill 18 or so in a couple afternoons and we didn't even probably put a not even a dent in them no because didn't uh, you you went out a couple times even after that and still just put yeah, a hunt on them in some of the same areas that we hunted huh yep we did yep probably. was that your was that your favorite hunt from last year do you have anything that topped that uh no yeah that had to be my favorite for sure <laughs> oh i just kept laughing the whole damn time (laughs) Uh, well we're gonna do it again come january first of january baby i'm ready i'll think about it maybe maybe i don't know how else we blow them up any worse than we do you'll just you'll just have the goal right i mean we don't want to necessarily but it is kind of fun just like because, you know, we could shoot them with a 22 that close, but the, probably a lot of them, unless you hit them right in the head, they would run off. So you want something that'll just stone them dead or dead right when you hit them, you know? 
Yeah. That shotgun's sure. pretty good for that. Plus, it's tough. You you can't have anything with a sight, right? Like they're so close. Like you need a bead looking like right down the barrel. Yeah, for sure. If you have any sort of sight on there, hell, you'd be shooting high, low. Like Patterson struggled with that, you know, with that AR oh, shotgun yeah. or whatever he had the second day with the red dot. Hell, they were so close. Hell, that wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of screwed him over there, didn't I? <laughs> uh, he might I, say that if you asked him. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know either, but I've, I've felt guilty about it ever since I made him use it. <laughs> it looked that Hey, that shotgun's sexy on camera, though. You know, <laughs> well, it's hard to believe, man. We're getting ready to launch uh, season six of the last stand here in the next few days. Yep. Cr- crazy thing. We've been filming that long. I, we should do a kill count. We need to start looking back through five seasons and see how many, how many kills we got, but it's a ton, man. We've yeah, put down some, some badass footage and I'm excited to kind of, kind of see where this season goes. We got some new places on deck. I don't know how many, you know, you're going to miss out on that first one. I know just because you're trying to get your house finished up and things, and it's a long ass drive for you to head out, clear out to Nevada. But uh, after that, we'll be back in Colorado with TR again. That'll, that's mm. always, that's always a fun one. Oh yeah. I might, I might, I might set out by the call and try to do something with a shotgun on that hunt. Since I end up being, mm, how would I say that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to try something. I I want G to shoot as many as she can, and then you can back her up with the running stuff. And oh yeah, yeah. I no, I think there'd be great. Talk. I mean, to me, that's that's good country to shotgun in. Some may think it's pretty wide open, but you know, there's the yuccas and little clumps of weeds and things like that. We I think are. we can get some good shotgun footage in that country. Yeah, I think I think we Especially will. Especially when there's like seven of us sitting on stand, one might as well have a shotgun, huh? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I might uh, even, how about I lay in the yuccas right by the call? Ooh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cactus out in that country. I don't know. You know. TR's a good friend. He might sit there with the tweezers and pull them out of your ass for you, but I don't know if I will. He, he would. He would. He called me up. He said he wanted to make sure we were actually coming that when you know when when we said and I'm like, yeah. Well yeah, why are you asking? He's like, Well, I got a chance to go on an elk hunt. I'm like, Are you freaking kidding me? And he's like, No, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I said, Go on your elk hunt. We don't need you. <laughs> yeah, right. He ain't missing out on that. <laughs> oh, no, that's what he said. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, are you thinking so then after that we're gonna go film in north dakota which i've never hunted in north dakota before. have you ever hunted in north dakota coyotes nope i, I haven't either oh, so hopefully you plan on going on that one right now are you yeah yeah i'm excited about that one i would just you know going to a new place you know how that is right oh yeah kind of cool seeing some new country and we'll just have to see it how it all plays out i've told you my dad's been bad this all summer with cancer and then he got staph infection and about died from that and then they got him on some kind of liquid chemo stuff and i you know i don't want to say too much but he's kind of yeah. you know withered away to nothing i'm yeah. gonna sometimes I'm you gotta gonna, stick around a little closer you know well he's always asking me i don't do hardly anything with him anymore and he's always i want to you know we don't ever go call and we don't do you know and i'm like well so this coming up actually this i have a brother my 
middle brother lives in Oklahoma, South Oklahoma. Elmore, I believe, is no Paul's Valley. I don't know for sure. There's all these little towns all over in there. But anyway, they, him and my brother Jason, my dad, been every fall they go striper fishing at Texoma, Lake Texoma. I don't know if you know where I'm, what I'm talking about. But I've heard of it. Yeah. So they've been doing that for quite a few years and I always kind of just blow them. I'm really not into fishing that much. I mean, like when we go to Alaska, you know, and that kind of fishing, cause there's so many fish, you could almost walk across. The street, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I, yeah. If I can catch a fish on every cast, I like it. So. <laughs> That's the patience <laughs> of a coyote hunter right there. I get <laughs> I just, I've just never been into the fishing a little bit back in the day when you're younger, setting bank lines with all your buddies, you know, that kind of stuff was fun. But other than that, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really care for it. Plus I get on a boat. I got, I get, I ain't going to, I don't know if it's motion sickness or, I don't never puke, but I, I ain't worth a crap. Like when we fly in these super cubs to go hunting, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm always the first one that gets flown in. I don't know why that is. And then TR's the next one. And I get out of this super cub and uh, I'm nauseous and I, I, I about kick a side window out of the plane. <laughs> I don't know. Foster, I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't know what it is, but I, I just get, like my equal, like, like I'm off balance and I get out of that plane and I lay on the back on my back in the freaking tundra and I'm breathing and I'm like, thank you God for <laughs> getting me, you know, I don't know if it's a control. I don't know, but I, and then, then TR they'll fly him in and I'm still laying there on the ground trying to, <laughs> or he gets out and he goes, let's do it again. <laughs> like you're nuts but i can get on the baddest roller coaster on the planet and i love it you know what i mean but if it goes one hoop around you know what i mean a straight up and down (laughs) drop off whatever i'm fine but if it if it makes a loop i'm done (laughs) my uncle my uncle used to when i was little grab me by the hand you know around the wrist and start spinning me around in circles and i'd be I'd be about half nauseous for two days. I just, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. There's something, something wrong with me in that department. Cause I can go over here to Milford, Maryland. We used to go over by the lake. One of the first few times you came with Jan. Oh yeah. Yeah. To see Jan, he's a big fisherman, you know, guides and does yep. all that. Him and Jimmy are like, got him on. Let's go fisher biting. Jan ain't guiding. Let's go. We'll pick you up. I'm like, I ain't going. Well, I don't because I, I just get like nauseous, but I don't never puke. And something that does help me is if I can focus my eyes on a landmark, you know what I mean? Like a building or a big tree. If I just stare at that, then I don't, I I feel all right. But I mean, what fun is that? Right? Yeah. It's not fun. So I've kind of blowed this fishing trip off because, uh, you know, for that reason, and it's always falls coming hunting you know what i mean it's about the last thing i'm but with the old man with cancer and stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna suck it up and go 
fishing on Lake Texoma. Probably. <laughs> Damn probably. right. <clears throat> You'll be eyeing the banks for coyotes, probably. Well, my dad said it's a giant lake. He's like, you can't see very. <laughs> it must be a monster lake. I mean, I don't know anything about it, but I'm going to find out. Good. We'll spend some time well, with old man and get to see yeah. some new country. My The other thing, my brother that lives out there, he's in charge of, you know, getting it all. And for me, doing what I do, you know, I, I, I'm always the one that's, setting up where we're going figuring all the details you know what i mean for not me not having nothing to do with that makes me a little bit leery you know what i mean oh yeah yep i don't want to i want to go they got a strike come on out i got coyotes everywhere yeah yeah (laughs) right stripers get huge you know i guess yeah what i've been told when they go when they go fishing they they take these pictures when they're done and it looks like they you know catch a bunch of three pounders they got a whole pile of them but i'm i keep telling them i keep telling them every, you know we had a little family deal here a while back and brother was back from oklahoma and i said i want to catch i'd rather catch one 40 pound freaking fish than you know what I mean? And I don't, I don't think they think like I do. You know what I mean? I don't know, I, but I'd, I'd rather spend all day to catch one giant. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But I, I don't know. I just, I feel like them guides maybe, you know, load you up and as fast as you catch your limit, then you're, they're dumping you back on the bank, taking another four guys. <laughs> you know what I, I don't. Well, that could be a strategy for sure. <laughs> I, researching it find looking like this whoever guides shows the biggest fish in his you know on his photo you know what i mean yeah i I just i usually you know am the one that's getting everything dialed in making sure we're on some killer hunt instead of some Oh, what a, you know, that <laughs> drive home when you're going home and nobody's talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. But maybe I'm overthinking it because it's just a fishing trip. It's, a, you know, it's supposed to be more about, you know, being together, the brothers with dad, but I'm trying to turn it into, I want to catch a giant. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to that selfish stuff we talked about a little bit ago about you shooting the deer. Yeah, I think that you're, you're exactly right. Zach. <laughs> Zach the bear guide you know i've met you know i've mentioned him he's 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 told a couple people that i would be i wasn't with him he he tells them he rick was a gym with me but he could be an absolute nightmare to guide so i really don't know what he meant by that (laughs) (laughs) well just too experienced yeah i don't know they're not used to taking guys that are experienced and know what's going on they're used to taking guys that just take direction and just you know yeah i think that's part of it you're when you have more experience than the guide then you know that causes yeah. issues yeah i think it. i'm sure it does and i wouldn't want some some nodhead you know pulling me down saying hey let's sneak down here you know what i'm sure that's probably i, I bet you're right yeah they don't want they don't want no input from somebody <laughs> that ain't never done it before yeah <laughs> <laughs> so well, before i let you off here what um i'm sure you've been working on some sounds throughout the summer you know oh yeah 
in between got, the uh, the home projects and stuff. What what can you tell me about some new stuff you got on the on the table for this this season? I got a whole pile of new predator. I mean, I got a whole new pile of prey distress, more than I think I've ever put out in one year. I've had quite a bit of it and, and just not gotten it ready, you know, the last couple of years. But I got a muley fawn. I got two different white tail fawns. I got a bunch of, I got, just go to my site and you can listen to them. I talk over them all. And come on, what's some, tell me some of the names. I love, I love hearing the names. Come on. Oh, uh, hippity hop. Ooh. I can't remember. It's clever. Did you come up with that one on your own or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. I don't remember how I did that. <laughs> Hoptimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you watch Transformers with, with the grandsons again, huh? Oh, I was. And that's yeah. how I come. Hold on. I got it. You got a minute. No, I'll bring yeah. this up. I yeah. got some cool names this year. I think you give me a few. You and TR always and Patterson. Yeah, I'll always. throw a few. You know, I sit there behind that mower all summer, and I can just have time to think. So I can come up with some decent names every now and then. TR, he give up on. He said he told me this summer. He said just start calling them the same as another one, but put two after it. And I'm like, <laughs> got got running out of names. I'm getting oh, this computer's coming up. What about uh, coyote stuff? Yeah, I got, like usual, I don't know, about 20 new coyote vocals was some of the baddest stuff ever, like usual. And then I got a new folder, and don't ask me no bull crap about it, because I ain't going to tell you, but the folder's called Half-Breed Vocals. And that's all I'm going to tell you. You can go listen to them and try to figure out what you think they are, but they work. I used like after you guys were out here yeah i kind of got some of them put together and you can ask jimmy when you come out here <laughs> i about called stuff in every time i turned it on dang yeah i ain't saying they're magic or anything like that but so They're you and I always you and I always have a little bit different terminology. When I when I say vocals, I'm referring to some sort of howl. When you say vocals, you're referring to any noise that comes out of a coyote. It could be a fight, it could be a pup yeah. stress, it could be a howl. Yeah. So these half breed sounds in this folder, are we talking like a lot of these are different howls, or are we talking weird uh, whines and squeals and fights and yeah, that kind more, of stuff? More bickering and more I got I got one one little female kiss her long howl she's a little female and but they're kind of odd sounding they're kind you know how i am i want something odd i want something weird i want something different that's what i want that's what that's, i like it, anybody that's loading 300 sounds on their call that's exactly what they're wanting right they want something yeah. different and this stuff it don't sound like you know anybody else's coyote vocals for sure nice. hold on let's go back to the prey distress names here yeah yeah Prey distress. Oh God, dang it! I don't know how to run. I don't even know how I do what I do because I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, twenty twenty three. Where's that crap at? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong freaking. God, dang it! Oh, you're looking at the old stuff, huh? 
Yeah, here we go. 2023. Pray done. Let's see. Bad Birdie. Ooh. Big Ears. TR come up with that one. Big Ears. Carrot Assassin. <laughs> Cotton Snot. <laughs> I don't know where I came up with that at. Cotton Mouth. Uh, bird. I just called the birds what they are. Finch. Oh, here's a new rabbit. Fuzz nuts. <laughs> the, the the cooler the name is, the the what more well I like the sound. If that yeah. makes sense. Oh hell yeah. Here's hippity hop. I I a guy builds these repeating rat traps. I don't know if that makes any sense. That's what I call it. Like they climb up in there and they start eating the stuff and then it falls down and it pops back. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So he's from Lynn about 30 minutes north of here and he's building these traps. I can't remember what he calls them, but I bought a couple of them and man, I caught, I caught, did you know, did you know a pack rat can jump out of a 55 gallon barrel and land right in your neck? I did not know that. No, yeah. <laughs> you it's must be bad. speaking it's... from experience. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> One morning I had, you can't believe how many, have you ever noticed when you're out here and the hedgerows are full of these clumps, of uh, little limbs and piles yeah, yeah, with a collect them up. Yeah. Uh, do you got them out there in your country no, too? No, not really. No, <clears throat> but you've seen them around here, right? Yep. They actually have, like we have coyote calling contests. There's there's a couple little towns in this area that have pack rat contests where they do the same. You know what I mean? Oh, you shit. Take, yeah, you take a broom. I've done it before. It's kind of it's fun. We ought to do that on the coon episode just for a <laughs> little. <laughs> Remember when I took you guys pest controlling in the pheasant farm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so you you go to this head. You you you'll find a hedgerow. They're everywhere. About every 10 yards, there's one of them mounds, you know, uh, limbs and crap. You take a broomstick and you just start jamming it in there and the pack rats all run up the hedge, you know, and then you just start shooting them. They run up there like squirrels. <laughs> How big's a pack rat? Well, like a, what size? Well, like a guinea pig or smaller? <laughs> oh, they're smaller than that. You know what, what I call a hog farm rat or just a normal rat, right? Oh, like, no, I've man, I've seen like a well, mouse before, but. Like what about? Oh. oh, remember that one time you caught that one uh, when we were up hunting in the sand hills, and you caught that yeah. one uh, whatever that was, kangaroo rat, kangaroo yeah. rat, yeah, and you got the sounds out of it. What about yeah. that size? No, they're the pack rats are about double that size. Oh. I'll send you a picture of one. Yeah. Anyway, I caught I don't know probably seventy pack rats, and then I and then I took a trap to a hog farm and caught even more. They're a little different kind of a rat. Anyway, I got, I'm, I'm going to turn this one rat on and let you listen to it. You in a hurry? No, better than stinky rat. Yeah, I yeah. got about three, three rats that are. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Exclusive, only on Eastman's Predator Pros right here. You're going to get to hear. Oh, What's the name it, of this? The first one's Hedgerow Rat. I'll play Ooh, this one Okay, Hedgerow Rat. 
You tell me if you can hear it because I'm just putting it up to my headphones. Okay. Um, it's getting there. The little blue thing spinning. Come on. You hear that? Nope. You can't hear that? Nope. Still can't? Nope. Well, how come? I don't know. Must not be loud enough. Well, hell, I don't know what to do then. I can hear it right Unplug now. your headphones and just play it on the speaker on your computer. Shit, I ain't done that for years. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> you take the cord oh. and you pull it out of the computer. <laughs> oh, I just knocked over my iced tea. <laughs> I can't believe you can't hear that. I can kind of hear it barely, but it's real light. Nothing. Nothing? No. All right. Hold on. I'll see if I can turn this freaking stereo on. Probably all unplugged. People do you think people get bored when we ain't talking? No. They're they're probably waiting in anticipation to hear this hedgerow rat sound. Yeah, well so they can all run to your website and buy it after they listen to this. Well, they can go listen to it on my freaking site. If I ain't <laughs> crap out, it's cords all over. I can't believe you can't hear that because I can hear it. I could hear little pieces of it every now and then, but it was real, real faint. That's plugged in. Let me see here. Oh, hell, I know. What a dumb ass. Here, let me turn on a Super Revolt and let you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah there you go duh there pray distress done oh i got a bunch of new coon stuff too Ooh. uh-oh hey what do you want what do you, you want the, you got anything better than that coon that goes whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> i will say uh friend of mine had sweet corn coons were getting in it and he put some trap live traps out and he called me and said got two little ones in there so i go down there and they're they're raising hell in there fighting with each other and i get recording device going and joe actually you've met joe haven't you yeah yep once yeah so he's standing there you know i i'm telling him, be quiet you know and he's He's standing there and he starts saying, hey, hey, hey. And I, I looked at him kind of pissed off, you know. I'm like, I'm trying to record these little turds they are fighting in here. And I looked to my left and I ain't kidding you, a sow coon about got me. Oh, jeez. So I, I know that sound works. I don't know if it was one of hers or what the deal yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the one I really wanted you to look. Jumbo pack rat. I'll send you a picture of this thing. It looks like a tank. Jumbo right pack here. rat. Hold on. Boy, I'm having a hell of a time. You're probably like I mean, me. You probably forgot how to even run the remote. It's been so long. No. I got to pull that remote out here one of these days and start uh, re-familiarizing myself with it before our first hunt here couple weeks
all right, well, I'm still fighting it. This is turning into kind of a... <laughs> well, hell. Well, this just makes it even more... It's that it's... much better. Everybody's just going to have to go listen to it on your website. Pissing me off. By the way, well, which is verminatorpc.com. I forgot yeah. to mention that. We're just assuming everybody knows what your website is. Yeah, you know, this is really pissing me off because I took the SD card out of the call and it's laying on my laptop with about 25 other SD cards. So which one do you think's got all the good shit? <laughs> Hold on. You getting pissy yet? No. All right, I'm going to put this card in there, see what it says. See if you guessed right. No, I must not have. It's flashing. Uh-oh, it's reloading. Hold on. This is going to be the longest podcast ever. <laughs> what, you uh, caught, you got you any, uh, I'm actually standing here in my underwear. That's the cool part about podcasts, man. We don't even, we don't video record them. So, you know, sit there. I can hide myself in a bedroom away from my boys making noises, you know. You can sit there in your underwear and record this. Mm-hmm. Better put some clothes on before your daughter shows up to the house, though. Nah, that don't. She, oh. she used to that. Oh. <laughs> well, you right. fixing with? Did you get it? I'm Pick getting your, closer. Oh, I ain't quitting on this deal. I don't what quit. The, what do you got going on? You got any? Uh, has the have the e call sales been picking up now? Everybody kind of getting the itch. Yeah, I've going? been. Yeah, I've been selling one or two a day here i don't know for the last two weeks with this house project i need to sell a hundred a day <laughs> got, kind of turned into a snowball you know what i mean it's like yeah. the mud or something so you know my place you know the old two-car yep. garage right yeah oh yeah turned that into a new man cave because is that where the bear's gonna go yeah, because I shot a bear that won't fit yeah. in my house, so I use that as an excuse. You know, my wife must <laughs> love me because I'm all I got to do to get a new shop and a new man cave is shoot something that won't fit where we had before. So, <laughs> and I've never had, I've only ever had that two car garage, you know, because I've always had Napa in the shop, you know, so I've never, you know, don't yeah. ever have a two car garage. So I, I, got an old junker skid steer i some stuff i got i leave out the farm out of dad's and i'm when it snows i'm out here with a scoop shovel because everything's out there you know what i mean oh yeah i'm I'm gonna build a cindy's like how big and i'm like 48 by 60 so she don't know what you know oh okay well when they start when we pour the slab on it she's like holy crap (laughs) (laughs) So we got that attached to the house or the old garage. So you'll see when you get out here, it's pretty cool, but it's yeah, yeah. the 10, you know, 10 in the shop. Then we're like, that looks dumb. A 10 shop attached to a hundred year old house with vinyl side. You know what you, you picturing what I'm yep, saying? Yeah. So I said, I know let's tend the whole freaking house. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> 
Well, they, they do that to barn dominiums and that kind of stuff, not a hundred year old house. So I talked her into that and it's, I think it's turned. I have, I, I don't know if I sent you a picture of the front of the house. Have I? No, just the inside of the new, where you turned the garage into the big, big, great room. Yep. So I don't know. I'll send you some pictures that we're a long ways from getting done. And it's mostly just been me and Jimmy and Joe and, Mike's been out here some. You remember Mike? Yep. We yep. him last few winters. All my friends are contractors or, you know, but. That makes like, it nice. Yeah, heating and air guy. It's a lot of guys, you know, everybody, I don't understand how come everybody's two months booked up two months. You can't get anybody to come out. So we've been kind of, you know, if they don't show up, we we finally just kind of start doing it ourselves. So. <laughs> jimmy you know has pretty much can do all of it and he's he's kind of got me figured out too he he's realized that if i ain't interested in something when he's trying to tell me how to wire something or how to screw that you know how you cut this you know (laughs) angles yeah if i ain't interested in it i i must not look him in the face or the eyes i must look off (laughs) one He told me the other day, he says, I got you figured out. He said, you're smarter than you act. And I'm like, why would you say something like that? And he says, because if you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to learn. You just look away or you pretend like you don't even hear what I'm saying. I said, I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) What bothers me is I don't know what I'm doing. You know, you want to be equal to the dude you're working with, right? Yeah. Ain't that how everybody is or not nowadays? Or you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah. So I'm a dummy, you know, and I'm, I end up being the guy I'm handing him the saw, you know, or I'm changing the the wall batteries out. (laughs) I got a pocket full of, you know, I, I've screwed, I I can run a screw gun and put screws in. I'm, I pretty well got that mastered, but I don't know doing what we're doing. You know, it's kind of complicated. It's, like that wood on the side, you know, and hooking a building up to your house, you know, with different roof angles. I, I ain't going to yeah. say I've, I've learned anything, but I've saw a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff. I don't know. Honestly, I hate to say this, but it's been a miserable summer and I've kind of hated it all. Actually, <laughs> Hey, at least you weren't sitting down in Napa all summer. Well, I can't no more because I sold it. Well, I know. See, it could always be worse. <laughs> I re- I would have rather leaned up against the counter down at Napa and air conditioning all all summer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got this turned on. All right, don't disappoint us, Rick. We've been waiting for like eight minutes now. Has it been that long? Already? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, cotton top. Did I tell you that one? Nope. Big ears. Big ears. You said that. Yeah. Where's this jumbo rat or jumbo pack I'm, rat? I'm scroll. I've got like 50 new prey distress sounds. So oh, I'm crap. scrolling through area. Hey, I got a. Can I, I can't, can I say SH word like the bad poop word or is that a no, no on this deal? Well, you've already said it a couple times. I think you're okay. I got a sound called shit show. Is that bad? <laughs> I think that... <laughs> no, I love that one. That's one of my yeah. favorite words. All right. Well, well, 
it's in the half breed folder. So. Okay. Well, you got we have to listen to that now since you brought it up. No, no, uh, uh-uh. no. You're not going to give us a taste of shit show. Maybe in a minute. I'm okay. That. I'm going now. I'm going scrolling through all the half breed. Junie kicking ass. Kisser howling. Rip kicking Red's ass. Half breed serenade. I got all kind of new stuff. Hedgerow rat. Let's do that one first. All right. Maybe. All right. Tell me if you can hear it. You hear it? No. This app must only pick up human voices then. <laughs> I got it. I ain't kidding you. I got it on 20 on the revolt. Really? Yeah. How could that be? Could that, that be possible? It clears that out? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to turn it. Is it real 30. high pitched? Yeah. Here. Yeah. No, I can't hear anything. Making my ears bleed. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm just deaf. I don't know. Maybe it's, I, I can't, uh, maybe it's one of those, maybe those high no. frequency sounds that, you know, they talk no. about. No, because I, I can hear it plain as day. Play huh. a different, play like a coyote sound on there. Hold See on. If I can I'll, hear play, that. I'll play Jumbo Packer. At okay. Nope. I think you're right. This must have some sort of audio software that's cutting out because I heard just a little squeak of it and that was it. Yeah, it must because I'm playing it, you know, 25 volume and it's hurt my. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we should be able to hear. That's weird. That really pisses me off. You know it? <laughs> oh, all this anticipation. Oh, hey, I got one. I got one half breed fight called Frickin' Frack. <laughs> Frickin' Frack. Yeah. Try to play one of those. See if it picks up that. We'll try one. See if it works or not. Uh, okay. No. It, uh, it, a few little little glimpses of it, but then it cut out. So it's it must be something in this. That's interesting. I didn't know that maybe it cuts off this background noise or something. Maybe it's considering a background noise or something. It must, cause I'm playing them. So hmm. they'll they'll have to go to my site. They're all on there, like I yep. said. And I, I played more of them that I norm, you know, more length of it, and I talk over it. And at the end, I talk over them too, more than you know, kind of telling people what's going on when I when we like to use them. And yeah, yeah, people are always that stuff so real quick, run me through. If somebody comes on there and buys sounds, how's that work? I know some guys might be hesitant to kind of figure out how to how it works, you know, run me well, through the process when they come in to buy some new sounds from you. Well, first off, they only play on the lucky duck calls. A lot yep. of people buy them thinking they're going to play on their Fox pro, but anyway, so you go to my site, you click on, add the cart to sounds you want. Most of the folders at the bottom, if you want to buy the whole thing, you can buy the whole thing. And I not, it's lowers the price, you know, like knocks off 20 bucks versus buying them all one at a time yeah yeah then you when you get to the checkout you got to pick digital download and then my daughter will email them to you 
we're not automated so she does it so it might take her an hour or she'll do you know depends on if she's running a kid somewhere you know what i mean oh yeah yeah she gets on amazon right yeah she gets them she gets them within two hours and usually within 10 minutes but and then watch your junk folder because sometimes the links go to people's spam you know what i mean i don't know why that is i think it's set just happens occasionally and that's pretty much it and then from there then then you just save them to your computer and then you pop your sd card out put it in your computer and then you can create a new folder or or drop those new sounds into existing folders yep and also on the link my daughter sends you has a video showing how to do it oh nice i don't know if people ever you know we tell them that but you know how yeah. people are nowadays. Yeah. Well, it's pretty simple. I mean, compared to the old way of having to do things on other calls, this is mm-hmm. this has always been pretty dang simple. But the only thing I will say is the Lucky Duck cards don't seem to like Mac computers. Sometimes they kind of scramble the the SD card and the sounds will be playing the wrong sound or but Lucky Duck was working on some kind of an app to get on i don't know if they have that done yet did you know that uh, no i hadn't heard anything about that yet yeah which would be nice if you had a if you had a mac computer also colton gillum sent me a video where he used his phone he had some kind of a little thing he plugged into his phone you know what i mean oh yeah well what well, i need to look at that and see well, how well it was it was his SD it was an SD card reader, right? Yeah, it looked like that. Yeah, yeah, it's just a little, and it plugs into like your, I like on a Samsung, it has that where you plug your charger into, you know, and it and then it runs your SD card, and then you can pull up your, you know, folders and files and on your on your phone, and yep. you can check in, you know, you can move sounds or download sounds from your email on your phone right to, you know, that card. Yep. I'm sure the iPhones have some sort of same thing too. They probably make an iPhone attachment that goes into where you plug it in that has an SD card reader on it too. Yep. He he actually sent me a video showing he he kind of, you know, he did the whole sequence, but like he put it together in a few pieces and I couldn't follow it because I'm yeah. a d- <laughs> uh, <clears throat> But well, yeah. now you got me. I'm gonna have to jump off this podcast, and I'm gonna have to go listen to these damn sounds now, since I couldn't listen to them on here. Got me all fired up now. To, but yep, go. They ain't they ain't ready to sell yet. They're all on there, but it's gonna be another week or so. Oh my god, on. you're gonna make them wait even longer now. Well, Jeez. son-in-law, son-in-law just got them on there with the voiceovers, and I'm waiting on Tim to get the encryption, and I'm oh, also. Yeah copyright lawyer which i don't sometimes wonder why i spend all the money doing that when all (laughs) who steals them but what (laughs) we won't get into that Uh, (laughs) well i'll i'll catch up with you i know you always hook me up with a nice little sd card with all the new stuff on it you know not i'm not guaranteeing that i'm even gonna play it because i'm kind of old school i like all the original sounds you know that oh yeah but uh but no, it, on your website right now, you got any, um, do you end up running any, uh, little offers, little discount offers or anything coming up or are you just 
Uh, not just yet, but not I yet. am. I am here probably in October. I'm going to offer a roughneck. What comes? I'll I'll put a lithium pack, install it, and it'll come with a wall charger as well. Nice. That's great because yeah, they don't normally yeah they, that's the roughneck doesn't normally come with that, so that's that's a hell of a good deal. Yep, I'm waiting on my shipments, and I I decided I'm gonna. I wish I could figure out how to do that with a revolt too. I'd do that too, but I don't I don't make enough money to justify doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also too that if you've never been to Rick's website or ordered a, a Lucky Duck e-call from him, you go through. You know, you'll you'll double check everything. You'll open up the box. I've been sitting there on hunts with you where you spend two hours that night going through calls that you sold that day, just making sure that you're sending out stuff that's going to be, you know, spot on when they get it. Yep. And then mm -hmm. you add, you know, usually add extra sounds to that too, right? Yeah, I put about 300 bucks worth of free sounds, you know, on all of them. Revolt, Super Revolt, Roughneck. The Super yeah. Revolt, they get a pick five sounds too that I add. Heck so yeah, yeah. You know, so you don't buy it from me, you're missing out. <laughs> Heck yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Heck yeah. Well, you just need to find you some automation so you can have somebody do that for you. So when I'm there hunting with you, you don't have to spend all night putting orders together, and you know. Yeah, well, I ain't got that figured out yet. Cindy, <laughs> Cindy is retired, so that that should help some. Well, there you go. Got to got to train those employees now, right? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to, she's trying to, you know, do it. She got that little home decor store and she's trying to, you know, make that work too. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting put on the side burner again. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, okay. it's been fun, man. I'm going to, I'm looking forward to getting with you again and killing some stuff. Guess probably won't see you till November, but yep. maybe good. here, maybe here in the next month, maybe once once we've, if you get done with your house a little early, I'd like to get on here and do a Bobcat podcast. You know, we've never really talked about, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. all the stuff nope. you've been killing them for a hundred years, you know, and I kind of have a little different yeah. outtake on killing them and it'd be fun to just to talk nothing about Bobcats. So yeah, we'll have to... nope. I, I, I would go for that. Yeah. We'll do I that kinda, in the future. You know, with the coyote vocals, I, you got to have some patience for them cats and I, most people get more patient when they get older, but I'm going the other way for some. <laughs> I I can honestly I feel you on that. I catch myself the same way sometimes. But the 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 folk the fights you know work so good. I'm just I think I told you one time the last time I took the old man calling he wanted to call in a cat was a couple winters ago. Didn't I tell you about that? Yeah. So anyway, real quick, so people can hear it, unless you want to go. No. So he's like, he, I'm over there, and he's like, come pick me up. I'm wondering, I, we haven't shot a cat for a long time. I'm like, oh, geez, all right. <laughs> I'll pick you up tomorrow morning, and we're going to hit about four spots. So we did. We called coyotes in, you know, killed a couple. Four spots. He had to go, and I come back home. The next Monday at Napa, he shows up and guys like somebody, he's talking to somebody and I walk over there and he's like, Ricky, take you calling. He's like, dad's like, yeah, I told him I wanted to call a bobcat in. He picked me up this past Saturday. 
And then he kind of paused for a little bit. And the guy's like, well, did he call one in? Dad shook his head and he says, no, you know, he uses this magic box now instead of his old hand. He's, you know, hand called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He calls it a magic box. And <laughs> that guy starts laughing and then <laughs> said, what happened, Bob? And he says, well, he, he turns on something that sounds like a rabbit, I guess. And it only plays for about three or four minutes. And then he turns on these coyote fighting and squealing and then we leave <laughs> he says i don't know why we don't set for 20 minutes play a rabbit i just can't i just can't do it no more for some reason <laughs> yeah <laughs> but if we we set out you know and was gonna do that sometime we got way more cats like when you shot a couple you know we yeah because nobody nobody's trapping them or because they ain't worth nothing either i mean we got yep. you you notice when we're night calling how many oh, are god coming. yeah so I I think maybe we could do that sometime, yeah. possibly. I don't know. No, that'd be maybe fun. Not, maybe not this winter. I'm kind of hoping maybe the fishing game will, you know, I've heard talks that they're talking about maybe, I don't know, that, you know, it'd be have to be something that they'd pass. So I don't know if that'd take a year or two, but putting coons where you can hunt them with thermal and bobcats, you know, so. That might be kind of good. Yeah, we could have killed like three and a half a night, you know, yeah, not last even, year. Not even trying either. Yeah. Think if we just drove along the edge of a creek, you know, calling every half mile. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. All right. Bye, All right buddy. Well, Verminator, VerminatorPC.com. Go get yourself a call. Yep. Check Mo Ricky. Out. Help, help yep. support this new uh, half of a house he's got going on to his existing house right yeah i don't know what you want to call it it's something <laughs> uh, well i want to thank everybody for listening to another episode here of eastman's predator pros um you know you guys are the ones that have made this the number one predator hunting podcast out there with your reviews um on spotify and itunes so uh, if you love what you're listening to that five-star review goes a long way uh comments on itunes and things like that go a long way so i uh, love that if you want to get a hold of me Best way to do that is go to my website, which is coyotecraze.com. Uh, that'll give you links to all my social media as well as my email address. You can send me comments, questions, anything like that. Check out upcoming coyote schools. Um, links to The Last Stand, which like we talked about a little bit ago, season six going to be launching here in a few days. So be looking for those episodes coming out about every 10 days all winter long. Um, so should be a good one. But as always, we can't do this without the sponsors, so we'll need to give them a, a huge thank you. We have Swagger Bipods. Lucky Duck Predator Calls, Onyx Hunt, Sig Sour Optics, Juniper Mountain Coffee, Silencer Central, Hornady, and Cryptek. And of course, big thanks goes out to Eastman's for putting this all together. You can head over to their website, which is eastmans.com, to see everything they have going in the big game world. So until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you right here next time on the Eastman's Predator Pros Podcast. <laughs>